Hi everyone and welcome back to Smart Women Connect with myself and Sarah. So I want to start this morning with the cookie story. So yesterday my daughter, who's not known for her baking skills, she's got a million other skills but baking isn't one of them, came to me and she said, Mum, can, can I make cookies? And I said, sure. So we've got this standard cookie recipe that we've been using for years and years and years. And Eva has a history of not quite managing to get these cookies right. So she made the cookies and guess what? They were a disaster. And she then said, but, but I really, really want cookies. And I said, okay, I'm gonna make them for you and I'm gonna follow the exact same recipe, but my, re my cookies are gonna turn out really well. And she drew me daggers at that stage. So I made the cookies. She looked at the dough and she said, our cookie dough looks the same. My cookies turned out perfectly, didn't they? So she said to me, how come your cookies are perfect and my cookies were a disaster. And I said, because it's mindset, Eva. You went into that cookie making process with history. You went in knowing that your cookies are usually a disaster. So you went into this thinking to yourself, my cookies could be a disaster. I'm gonna to have to be really careful. I'm gonna to have to follow everything in the recipe to a T. And they didn't turn out because they were destined to never turn out because you went in knowing that there was a huge possibility that they were gonna fail. And I was really naughty because as I was making these cookies, I was talking to the dough and I was hugging the bowl and I was telling the dough how much I loved the dough. <laughs> and of course, um, the cookies turned out well. So, but but I, I know that that's just a bit <coughs> Dave, sorry, that's my son in the background not appreciating the fact that I'm recording this morning. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, it's all a matter of, of the right kind of attitude, going into something with the right attitude. And I think this just applies across the board, and especially now as we sit home, I think mindset is a massive part. And, Sarah and I were talking about this um, just before we came on to the call and we were talking about mindset from a nutrition and from a fitness point of view. Do you want to? Yeah, I, I'd have been talking a bit more about this um, this week because I had quite an interesting experience over the weekend with my mother. So I... Um, I called her for a chat and she started to tell me how she was getting, you know, a bit bored at home, a bit frustrated because now she can't really take the dog for a walk where she wants to take the dog for a walk. Um, and so she decided she was going to sign up for Netflix. So she goes online, she gets herself a Netflix account and then she tries to watch it on the TV. And of course it didn't work. She goes to the app on the TV and it's saying all these different things. So then she tells me she's been on, on like an online chat with someone at Netflix trying to get it sorted. And she was getting frustrated and cross and this guy kept asking her the same questions and she was answering them and you can just imagine. And so she said, so I got so cross with him, I put the phone down. I was like, right, okay. Um, so what, what, you know, let's try and set it up. Well, I've canceled it now, she says. So I think, brilliant. But this, this is, you know, my mum, you know, can have a tendency to, um, I suppose, get quite dramatic about a situation and then just throw the towel in. So 
I said, you cancelled it. Yeah, I've cancelled it. I've told them to cancel it, but now they're saying they can't cancel it until after the first month's up, so they're going to refund me the first month. I said, well, you've probably still got it then, so let's try and get it to work. Why I offered this, I do not know. Over one hour later, I feel like headbutting the wall. Like The amount of times I had to count to 10 and breathe in order to try and assist with this because obviously I can't go around to her house. I live five hours away and right now that wouldn't be permitted anyway. And so we were trying to do it over FaceTime. So she, her holding her phone so I can see the TV screen while she's holding the remote control. And she, it took five minutes to try and get her to flip the camera on FaceTime. This is after she'd answered the phone on FaceTime with it near her ear. So you can imagine, <laughs> Virginia's just nearly spat a coffee out. You can imagine how the rest of it went. So I spent most of the time looking at her slippers, unable to actually see the TV. And then we would get so far in the scroll right, scroll right, now press OK, now go up, hit that button. Oh, I've hit the wrong button. Sorry, back to the beginning. That must have happened about 28 times. Mm-hmm. And then through this process, occasionally I'm sort of tapping my husband on the shoulder saying, what, what, what do you think this is? And so I'm trying to ask him as well. Turns out she hasn't got the TV connected to the internet. <gasps> oh, is- no. So, you know, fast forward, we were about 50 minutes in of a process that should have taken about five minutes. My husband is sat with ear defenders on because he cannot take it any longer. He can't stand <laughs> listening to the situation. So he's put his noise-canceling earphones on. I'm still counting to 10 and trying to be patient. And eventually, we get there. Eventually, it all sorts itself out. And I say, goodbye, enjoy Netflix. She calls me literally two minutes later, you're going to kill me. What? Um, I can't get normal TV back on my phone now, on my TV now. And it's because she needed to change the HDMI channel. Anyway, this went on and on. So I then, <laughs> I then send an email out to my list about this because the, 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 the feelings that we were both experiencing over this. So my mum was frustrated. She was really impatient to get it done. She was a bit embarrassed because she didn't really know what she was doing. Yep. She didn't want to ask for help. She tried to do it herself with no help from someone that actually knew what they were doing. Um, and she, you know, quit. She threw the towel in. Now, if you've ever been in that situation, you will have felt probably all those emotions in relation to fitness and exercise and getting into some kind of routine. Don't really know what you're doing. Too embarrassed to ask for help. Um, really frustrated you're not getting results quickly because you're not being consistent or you don't know what you're doing. Um, all of the above. And probably it's ended up throwing the towel in. From my perspective, obviously, being the kind of teacher who was showing her what to do, it showed me that I have to be really, really patient. We all do. We've got to be patient when we have set ourselves a goal, whatever that goal is, but it's particularly with health and fitness. We've got to be patient. We've got to be persistent. Yes, yes. And I was persistent in trying to find that solution. So all of the emotions that I was feeling, 
um, all the emotions she was feeling, I think, can be directly applied to fitness. So I'd sent an email out to my list to explain this and to say, you know, if you've ever felt this way, that's perfectly normal. These are things you need to do. Unbeknownst to me, my mother happens, turns out she's on my email list. So <laughs> I then get a text message from her about 20 minutes after the email went out saying, I'm 74, not 73. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, that was interesting. Oh Lord. All in all. But you know, I called her and I said, you know, it wasn't a criticism. This is a valuable learning experience. (laughs) Wasn't it mum? For both you and me. Um, And you know, all of those qualities, all of those, um, emotions, experiences, and they're testing for us. And we'll all be experiencing these right now. The frustration of being um, held in your house, um, the inability to go and do the things you want to do, the lack of knowledge over particular things. If you're not that tech savvy Mm -hmm. and you're running a business and you've got to get it online, that's frustrating. Um, We're all experiencing these emotions, but I think with fitness, those emotions will potentially continue or could continue if you, if you don't deal with it now beyond this period of social distancing and lockdown that we're all experiencing. Yeah. Well, I was saying that to my husband yesterday. I was saying that even when we do get back to normal again, what we're essentially doing at the moment is creating a new routine. Even although you might not be actively doing anything to say new habits and a new routine you are creating a new routine um I mean you think about it if you read um if I mean, so a lot of us have gone away and we've googled um how to break a bad how to break a bad habit and whatever else and you'll always get that well you need to do your new thing for 21 days for a new habit to kick in how many of us have already been at home for a period in excess of 21 days how many of us have created new habits. And normally what we'll do is we'll associate things that we do um, with a space or a place or a time. So if you're used to having an exercise um, regime whereby you go to the gym at 6.30 in the evening, the time will be 6.30, you'll know it's time to go to the gym. You'll get into the gym and you'll associate the gym environment with um with doing your workout if you're someone who does an online workout you'll know that through the course of the day you go to work at a certain time you do x for the kids you pick them up you feed them you've already made that decision that you get up at a certain time or you put a certain time in the evening into your diary to work out that's all changed everything has changed all of the routine around about you has changed Who's in your life has changed, how you're spending your days have changed as well. And you have to find a way of being able to create the same routines in the different space that you're in. And it's easy because, I mean, as we were saying before we came on to this, we're all being completely consumed at the moment by this virus and what's going to happen with this virus. And I said something yesterday that got a bit of a reaction on my LinkedIn account. I basically got into my LinkedIn account and I, someone had challenged me 
to just post something from the heart, what I was thinking at that time. And I posted something to say, I'm completely bored with this virus. And I'm bored with this virus because everyone is so consumed by it that they're not thinking about the future. And the knock-on effect here could be far greater than where you're at at the moment. We have to get out of that space of worrying and that space of fear and that space of thinking, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? You might get sick and you might die. But day in, day out, you might get sick and you might get die. You might die. And the one certainty in life is death. So you you really have two choices here. You have two choices. Choice number one, you think about it that way. Choice number two, you don't. Choice number two, you live. And you put yourself in a place that when we come through this, you're strong. Because if the economy goes the way the economy is going to go, we're all going to be struggling and you could be struggling a damn sight more than you're struggling right now. So you want to be strong physically. You want to be strong mentally. So you have to work out a way. And I am saying you have to. Normally, I'm not so dogmatic about it, but I am now. You have to think of a way of staying strong and staying fit and not just succumbing to everything here. Motivation is not something that you pick up and say, oh, I'm going to pick this up today. This is my phone. Let's plug in motivation. Motivation's mindset. It's in the head. It's like the cookies. You go into the cookies thinking, oh, this is just no use. I'm stuck in the house all day today. Um, There's no point in this. I'm not going anywhere for the next couple of weeks. And who knows, I might just get this virus anyway. You You can't. You have to be thinking... I need to come out of this strong. I don't know what the world's going to look like. I need to fix my health, fix my fitness and come out both strong mentally and physically so that I can tackle whatever is coming my way. Mm, I agree. I completely agree. And, it, you know, people will be listening and saying, okay, fine, how do I do that? How, how do I just decide I'm going to do it? And I was, it, my response to that is you, you need to start taking action. Yes, you could sit there and we could give you mantras to say and, you know, do a gratitude journal and all of this stuff. At the end of the day, you've got to take action. You have to move your body. You have to just do the thing that you want to do. So if you've decided you want to start exercising or stretching or eating healthier or drinking more water on a daily basis, you have to just do it. Mm-hmm. And get over yourself, frankly. And, you know, we're all capable of doing it. And if you say, but I don't know what to do, then find, you know, we, we both work in the fitness industry and have online programs, but there's so much out there now. There really is no excuse. No, you go no. on YouTube, people are offering all kinds of workouts, move your body, do this, do that. Um, if you really, really don't know what to choose from, message me or Virginia about it. But it's, you know, you, you, you can just keep saying, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Take action. You need to find out. It's your body. Um, if we don't know how to get to a particular town because we're not sure of the bus system, we find out what the bus routes are. We find out the bus number. We find out where it stops. We get on the bus. You know, we're not, you're not completely incapable of doing this. That's just another excuse. And 
other than that, once you've discovered what it is you need to do, you just need to do it. You don't need, it doesn't need to look perfect. You don't need to wait to start until Monday or wait and start in, at the beginning of the next month. You need to do it now. You need to do it today. And if today doesn't go well, you don't give up and say, well, I'll just leave it now. Um, I've messed the week up and I'll start on Monday. No, because then you've lost a few days. Just move on. Forget today. Forget what's gone on in the past. To a certain degree, as I think Virginia was sort of touching on, you, you kind of need to forget a little bit about what the future holds too. And I know that's frightening because there's no certainty. There's but no certainty anyway. I mean, as I anyway, said earlier on, yeah, the only certainty is death. The only yeah. thing that you can be absolutely sure about is death. Yeah, yeah. So we don't, we don't know what the future holds, but we can go into it uh, and future-proof our bodies to deal with whatever is coming our way, good or bad, in the future by doing that now, doing it today, not waiting until tomorrow, not waiting to see what happens on the news at, you know, this evening and what's the next update. And it's not going to change anything. It's not going to change how you feel in your body. It's not going to change the way your body carries you and whether it's got aches and pains or, you know, that it, it won't change unless you take action. You need to do something. And actually, what drives your mindset and um, the power of your mindset is action, is moving your body. You start moving your body, everything will just become a little bit clearer. You, you know, the two work hand in hand, obviously, but just sitting and thinking all the time is not going to help you. It's not, gonna, it's not going to... You know, you know, drop a few pounds. It's not going to tone up. It's not going to strengthen mm. by thinking about it. You need to get over yourself, step out of your own way, and do something. Even if that starts off with a daily walk around the block where you live, which currently we're allowed to do. Some of us, um, some of us not. But okay, that might mean if you're living somewhere with stairs, you go up and down the stairs ten times. Just do something. Just start somewhere and know that you're moving your body. I'm going to give you a suggestion. So, the, 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 as, as you said, the golden rule is always just to start. So, decide what you're going to do. And if you just get completely lost in it, go on to Google and search Tabata Timer. Four-minute Tabata Timer. Okay? Four-minute Tabata is a four-minute um, it, it, it's a four minute timer. It works on the basis of 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest. So you have eight rounds of 20 seconds. Get that Tabata timer, put that Tabata timer on. Take your 20, your 20 seconds and march on the spot, pumping your arms and pumping your legs. And just do it, four minutes. Anybody can do four minutes. Mm -hmm. Just walk up and down and do it. And just make the decision in your mind that every day at a certain time, you're going to pick up your phone, into your phone, you're going to put a time. Pick a time, pick a time before the kids get out of bed. Say five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, whatever works with you, set your alarm. When your alarm goes off, don't think about it. Put some clothes on. Don't even put, put your leave of pajamas on if you like, if that works best for you. But at that time, switch on that Tabata timer. Watch it. It beeps. It gives you the five, four, three, two, one timer. 
20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest. Most Tabata timers are set up that way and just march on the spot. Promise me you'll do it for seven days. Just seven days in a trot of doing a four-minute workout. And at the end of it, ask yourself, how do I feel? Do I feel good for that? Because I know you will feel good for it. So that's my um, suggestion on the fitness front. On the food front, next time you go to pick up a couple of cookies, stop and say to yourself, does this serve me well? Will I feel good once I've eaten these cookies? If you, the answer is yes, you're going to feel good, then fine, eat them. If you look at them and you think, hmm, well, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I'm bored. Then find something to do. Find something else to do so that you're not bored. So that's my other suggestion. And the next time you go to pick up social media to scroll for absolutely no purpose at all, stop and ask yourself, does this serve me well? Am I likely to feel good at the end of reading this? Chances are the answer will be no. So that's my three suggestions for you on how to deal with the main issues that are affecting us all just now. The lack of movement, the crap diet, and the negative mindset from all of the rubbish that we're reading at the moment. All you're reading is death. Death, coronavirus, illness, economies falling, business falling. It's the reality of life at the moment. Why consume yourself by taking in so much more of it than you absolutely need to? You know it's happening. Focus yeah. on the other things to take your life forward. I agree. And with the exercise, once you've done it, once you've done your four minutes or whatever it is that you're doing, just make, take a mental note of how that's made you feel. Even write it down. And so the next day when your alarm goes off and it's time to do the workout again, you're like, oh, I can't, I can't be bothered. Or you, you, know, you know when you're looking for excuses in your head. Just bring back that feeling. How did I feel yesterday when I did it? You know, because you will feel good. And that will either be a physical feeling that, you know, your body feels nice and warm and stretched or whatever. Um, or it, it might be that emotionally you felt better, you felt lighter. It might be um, that your mood lifted. You know, there's so many, diff so many benefits of exercise. But take a mental note of it. Connect with your body. Don't just do it and then move on to the next thing. Take a moment to really acknowledge how you're feeling uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, and carry that with you. So the next time when it, it feels harder to do um, in terms of motivation, take that feeling with you and think about it. And the social media side of it, it same applies. If you decide you're going to sit there and scroll through Facebook and look at the BBC News and and taking all the conspiracy theories and everything else that's going on right now, all that negative stuff. When you've done it, have a little think, how do I feel right now? Do, you know, and the chances are you feel heavy, you feel a bit down, you might feel anxious, you might, um, you might have had a physical reaction to it. Um, you know, how are you sitting? How, how is your body being held after you've read all of that? And, if your conclusion is this is not serving me well, it's making me very, very tense. I've now got discomfort in my back because I'm sitting in a you know, tense way reading it. I feel anxious. My heart rate's increased a little bit. 
um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm shallow breathing, all the things that contribute to stress levels, make a note of it. And you will start to see a pattern. And at the end of the day, and going back to, you know, full circle to what you were saying at the beginning, Virginia, we've got a choice. And you have a choice. Do you want to feel light, energized, happy, uplifted? Um, or do you want to feel heavy and in pain and anxious and depressed? And, you know, it's your choice. It really, really is. And I know in some situations out there you know it's not as straightforward as that of course I know that but for the vast majority of us you know it can be that simple it's about making a choice but not just making the choice it's about then taking action on that choice so I would encourage you to follow Virginia's suggestions but in addition to that also make a note of how it's making you feel and make the choice to, to feel good yeah no there's no there's there is no like magic trick here this is a hundred percent you and a hundred percent your actions so if you want to come out of this strong mentally and physically that's entirely up to you you can do it so just take the steps and we're always here to, to give you encouragement and Virginia, while we're on that, do you have anything currently in your um, in your business that could help people that you want to mention? You know, can they come along and join your group? Or, you know? Yeah, I've got. I have. I share workouts. Um, I share. I, I share workouts. They're weights workouts, though, so it's weights and high intensity interval training. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I share. So those. Where can people Where can people find that? If you just go onto my Facebook page, um, Coach V Fitness. Okay. And then so, just yeah, drop head over me a message there. Coach V Fitness and get in contact, you know, because there will be people out there who are like, I don't know what to do. I genuinely don't know what to do. So if you go to Coach V um, Facebook page, you could get in contact with Virginia. Or I have a Facebook page also, which is um, at Breaking Ballet. If I'll share in. them underneath. So I'm yeah, that'd be great. Up the, po the podcast. And one thing that I'm doing at the moment is I'm doing free weekly live stretches inside my Facebook group. Why oh, so, might join that? Yeah, Ballet Fitness Lifestyle Hub. So the first one is tomorrow morning at 9am. I don't know what time that would be. Three o'clock in the morning. Maybe uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe so not. that might not work, but I'll probably do some later in the day for people who are in different time zones as well. But just a 20 minute stretch can make you feel so much better. Um, but I'd encourage you to get in contact with us if you're struggling with that part of it, because we've both got things that could help you. Um, and if nothing else, you'll get to hear both of us rambling, because I um, yeah. put it like <laughs> this. If, if you do come and do anything with me, um, I'll, I'll know pretty much whether your attitude is open to changing. And if it is, I'll definitely work with you. And if you're just going to be one of these people that's going to sink yourself in the corner and be woe is me, then um, you may also get my toe up your rear end, <laughs> to put it politely. Excellent. It's your choice, you know, it's your choice. And the way that I'm viewing this at the moment is I think a lot worse is going to come with um, the economy and sinking your, or, or burying your head in the sand at the moment 
is not going to set you up for success going forward. This is the time. I know it seems like the ass has fallen out of the world, but this is the time to be strong. <laughs> Sarah's laughing at me just now with my language, but this is the time to be strong. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Sorry, just my brother said that phrase not so long ago and it made me really laugh. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's it, the it, end it, of the world as we know it. <laughs> um, it is. It's a time for making decisions, a time for choice. I remember right at the beginning when, you know, in the, I'm based in the UK, that we could see a lot of places closing down. Italy, you know, the schools were shutting and we weren't doing it and we were holding on. And I was still taking my children to school. And I remember saying to my husband, why am I doing this? I don't feel comfortable doing this. And I'm basically doing what Boris Johnson's telling me to do. Why, why, am, I, why am I doing that? when I'm a grown woman, independent, with independent thoughts, and I've always taken action on, on my values and beliefs, if I don't feel comfortable taking my children to school, why am I just not keeping them at home? Mm -hmm. And again, it was that whole, it was really difficult for me, because I was like, I want to take action on this, but I feel a little bit paralyzed. Um, but I could have done, I could have whipped them out of school. Well, look at us now, I mean, our, our basic yeah. human rights of being in our, our yeah. Yeah. are being violated there's no other way to look at it you're being yeah. told to stay home you're being told what you can and can't do what days of the week you can shop um we're but we can still control the controllables whatever we've got left exactly we're still in control of it exactly yeah all right guys well thank you for joining us again on smart women connects um we will see you back on the next one it'll be interesting to see where we are one week forward Mm. Take care, everyone. <laughs>